Welcome to a podcast by Grantmakers in the Arts, a national membership association of public and private arts and culture funders. I'm Sujin Chan, GIA's program manager. For the month of March 2017, GIA is looking at arts research and the role it plays in advancing the work that we do in arts philanthropy. We're joined today by Wendy Sue, digital strategist at the City of Los Angeles Department of Cultural Affairs, also known as DCA. In this capacity, Wendy provides research and strategy to redesign data and information models and to increase department-wide digital capacity, relevance, and public engagement. Among their many contributions to the field, Wendy serves on the steering committee for the Cultural Research Network. It's a community of practice for those involved in culture-related research. Wendy earned their PhD in Critical and Comparative Studies in Music at the University of Virginia and is a practicing musician and ethnomusicologist. Hello, Wendy. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Sujin. So, Wendy, you and I got a chance to talk a few weeks ago, and you shared quite a bit about your background. I'd love for you to be able to share it with our listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about what your background and what brings you to the City of Los Angeles Department of Cultural Affairs? Sure. My background is in ethnomusicology. I've always been curious about artist stories and what drives artists to do what they do. So I wrote a dissertation about Asian Americans playing rock music, the struggles they faced, the music they made, as well as transnational social media communities that they made for themselves. In grad school, I received training in research design and research methods, including ethnography and digital humanities, which is the emerging sort of digital practices and arts and humanities research. After I graduated, I was selected to be um, part of a cohort of 20 fellows in the program called Public Fellows with the American Council for Learned Society. Each year, the program selects uh, 20 or so fresh humanities PhDs, embedding them in various public sector and nonprofit orgs throughout the country. So I was placed with the City of LA Department of Cultural Affairs. Through this fellowship program, I was able to explore a path outside of the conventional path of university teaching and find a meaningful way to leverage my, my research skills and digital and arts knowledge in the Municipal Arts Agency. At the time, the Department of Cultural Affairs was looking for someone with an experience in digital media and knowledge about the arts, so I became their first public fellow for two years. What are some of the projects that the city's cultural affairs department is working on that's utilizing your background? So I think of my job as a knowledge architect for the agency. As a knowledge architect, my job is to listen to our staff, to locate their stories, their knowledge, to see how they acquire information to do their work, and then organizing that information in ways that can be productive for impact storytelling, performance tracking, and strategic decision-making. So it's a lot of listening and learning, and sometimes designing and building prototypes of new information and new tools to help get the information and knowledge flow. For instance, I'm in the process of building a research tool for our staff to understand and track the cultural vitality in each neighborhood in the city of LA. LA is a big place. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest challenges is to keep a pulse on the city. It has multiple layers and complexities and it has just you know variegated stories at the neighborhood level. I'm working to build a tool that we're calling Neighborhood Arts Profile 
we're aggregating, curating existing data that we have from our programs, public art, murals, community arts, nonprofit arts organizations who are grantees in their programming. And then we're geolocating these programmatic outputs along with other city amenities, such as libraries and parks, because they're related to arts and culture in the city. These data will then be contextualized with social and economic indicators, as well as things like youth disconnection indicator, just to get a deeper sense of the collective well-being of each neighborhood. I also work on staff digital literacy development. We work in a giant bureaucracy with lots of silos and divisions and units. We don't have the easiest time sharing our knowledge with one another. During my fellowship, I started a digital literacy lab. Through a sort of a seminar structure, I've taught the digital and web fundamentals, agile workflow and design thinking to our staff. So then we started working in a cross-functional setting to learn new skills so then we could be better at doing what we do as 21st century arts administrators. At DCA, we also work with wealth of data that, have, that has cultural significance. This includes the records pertaining to the artworks that we produce, the artists that we work with. These cultural records are traces of our city and its making and are documents of our time and humanity. Currently, I'm working with the curator of Hollyhock House, a Frank Cloved Wright building that we manage. We're digitizing and archiving historic prints and drawings related to the city of the house. Our intention is to eventually publish these archival materials so they can be available for research purposes. You're sharing some innovative research designs that many of us aren't all that acquainted with in our sector. How do you see these research designs furthering how we gather and use data in our field? We can do a lot to rethink how we share our knowledge in the field. Arts research doesn't have to be in a black box. If we start to treat the field more as a learning community using webinars and knowledge repositories to share data templates and data, we could actually build our own knowledge commons together. We could use the Creative Commons license to, li to license our data and data schema. Once it's released, it can be reused and modified for other projects. We could also post our data on GitHub, leveraging the open source platform and use, use the repository to share the documentation of our research design. I actually think that we can learn a lot from each other in the arts research field if we could start to share the process of our work and not just the products of our work. Great. Um, and you already talked a little bit about this, but maybe you could share a little bit more. What are some of the ways that you see the city or the community using the data collected in these projects? Sure. I like to think that the data is never neutral. For the community, the more they can participate in data creation, the more power they will have in telling their story. I personally gravitate toward participatory research methods and community archival projects. Most communities that receive arts funding already know what they want to get out of the program. If they're allowed into the process of determining the metrics, the stories that they want out of this, the results, the data collected would be much more meaningful to them. And how do you think that the broader field of arts philanthropy can learn what y'all are doing in Los Angeles? Data collection always comes out of inquiries. 
someone at some point started asking questions about whether the arts had any economic or social impact. And then we started collecting that information. As funders, I think we can ask better questions. There are a couple ways to think about this. One is micro, instead of just asking that there is value or there isn't value in something, I think we can ask better questions about where and who and how. And I don't think we have quite figured out the geography of needs. Um, and it's more than just audience zip code mapping. Embedded storytelling such as ethnography can tell us a great deal about how arts programs interact with other textures of human life. And in terms of the macro dimension of this work, I think arts funders can start to ask more similar questions. Often questions about valuation in the arts are driven by organizational mission. And I wonder, just if you will, kind of a thought experiment, if it would be possible for arts, funder to, for arts funders to gather in the same room once a couple of years and to start to get on the same page about the things that they care about, whether it's equity or social justice, then maybe we can agree on the definitions and then template out the different ways that we can experience that or measure that or collect information about that in the different sectors and organizations and fields that we work in. So we don't have to recreate the bottom line each time we talk. We don't have to reinvent the wheel for searching for the meaning of the arts. That's a great point. If listeners want to follow up with you, what's the best way that they can reach you? I'm super easy to find on Twitter at Wendy F. Sue. Or you can just Google me and get to my website. And there, from my website, you can grab my email if you have more than 140 characters of words to say to me. Great. Thank you so much, Wendy. To find out more about the Digital Lab at Los Angeles CCA that Wendy mentioned earlier, you can find that site at www.dcaredesign.org backslash lab. You can also follow Grantmakers in the Arts on Facebook and on our Twitter feed, twitter.com backslash G-I-A-R-T-S. Check out our news feed and find out more about GIA events at www.giarts.org. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.